On this week's Graze the Rim, we got a bunch of stuff happening around the league. We jump in with the Nets signing of Blake Griffin. We talk about reactions to the All-Star Game draft. And we get our daily dose of Warriors hate out of the way. We also recap the week's games. And of course, we splash past the latest trade rumors and NBA gossip. And we end the show with our first ever guest recapping All-Star Weekend and trying to salvage the image of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Let's do it. We're back. We are live. Welcome to Graze the Rim podcast. My name is Robbie Thomas. I'm joined by my co-host Seth Curran. Seth, this is what episode number is this? Do you know? So it's going to say number six, but 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 there will only be five. Okay. Well, this is episode somewhere in there, right? Okay. (laughs) And we are coming back after a lively All Star weekend. We're a little late to the game. Seth, you had midterms last week, plus a family vacation, plus the All Star yes. break. Yes. Us back. How's my own so, my own All Star break? Oh, I like that. So you're yeah. done with midterms. How much more school do you have? I have uh, like six more weeks of class, and then twelve weeks of rotations, and I'm done. Nice. Certif- certified certificate. Yeah. What is it? Do you get a degree? I'll get a uh, physical therapist assistant degree. Okay. And then full-time podcaster after that. And then full-time, yes. Then you're ready to Minor in full-time. full-time podcasting. Love it. All right, cool. So we have had a flurry of news, and we're a little late, so we're going to try to jump through things and pretend like we're a little closer to the time frame than we had. <laughs> you know, like, since, until you're done with school, and we, we can go to full-time podcasting, we would jump on news as it happens. But since we can't, we just got to get to it when we have time. I'm, so really, first, I'm really just wasting money at this point. That's true, going to school, yeah. But I got to finish it out at this point. You're so close. It would be worth the drop out, but you might as well do it to just put some on the wall. I like Just have an extra piece of paper. Good. That's good. So big story of the All-Star break, besides the All-Star break itself, was Blake Griffin. Blake buyout. Before we even had time to talk about the actual buyout, he signed the team. So let's talk about the actual buyout. So so I just want to talk about that he was owed $75 million through the next two years. And gave back thirteen million. So he he just got a check for sixty two million dollars. Is that is that how that works? So I'm actually I am amazed. I did not think this was an option for him because of how much money that was. Right. But essentially, yes, they just Blake was like, "I'll give you back thirteen million dollars. You pay me sixty, whatever it was. Just just uh, give it all, and, and I'll go and I'll go my way. And I'll and then the, and then the contract's void. Yeah, that's crazy. Good for like I've heard people say like I can't believe he turned up he turned down thirteen million dollars. I think sixty something handed sixty yeah, <laughs> which is such a crazy well, number. On top of the whatever hundred thousand hundreds of thousand dollars he got to sign for the next. Uh, I think it's one point two million. Okay, and then so he also, did get a million. And then also, however much money he gets next year, because the deal will have run through next year. So, so he'll all be, the money so he'll he be, makes next year. He'll be a free agent this year, so he can sign wherever he wants that's for right. whatever he wants next year. Yes, that's right. So. He's going to be rich. He's already rich. What are we he's saying? Richer. The rich get richer. Deal. That's right. He so, gets richer and they get richer. Who's they? Not the Pistons. The, the Nets. Just, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, good little segue. I, I want to talk about, about kind of Blake. But actually, before we, we, we get into it, what's your like just snapshot reaction about him going to the Nets? So I don't understand the fit quite as much as I as other people seem to. I don't know. I, I don't love it. Um, it I, 
I'm worried as a LeBron guy. <laughs> it, it, it strikes fear in me just because of the name of Blake Griffin. Like we we saw what how Harden kind of dogged it in Houston, and then ended up being still James Great. Harden. Yeah. Like what if Blake Griffin was just messing around in Detroit? coasting and he still got a little Blake Griffin left in him that's that's exactly exactly my reaction was that I don't it it doesn't make sense on paper but as somebody who's not rooting for the Nets it makes me nervous right so so I want to look at like like get into actually Blake Griffin now that so he's he's only 32 years old but this year he's averaging 12 points per game on not good shooting and not good defensively having said that he's only is it what less than two full years removed from an all-NBA season yes 2018-19, 2018-19, yeah. he was third-team All-NBA, 24.5 points, 7.5 rebounds, 5.4 assists per game, playing 75 games. Also shot 36% from three while shooting seven threes a game. Compare that to last year, however, with injuries. He only played 17 games, scored 15 points per game. So he was banged up last year, but his numbers dropped off. How much of that, like you said... How much of that is him just maybe losing interest or losing kind of the desire to play in Detroit, which obviously I cannot blame him there. No. Versus I'm hoping it's not a lot. Maybe. Well, like the reason that, that I'm concerned that it's not just him being disinterested is that he has markedly lost athleticism. Yes. A ton of explosiveness he's lost. I got some stats for you. So his 2011 season as a rookie, he played in 82 games, played in all games. First three seasons, he played in at least 80 games. And then besides those first three years, the All-NBA season where he played 75 games, that was the most games he's played since then. That was the only time he's played over 70 games besides his first three years. But so in his rookie season, he averaged 2.6 dunks per game, 2011. (laughs) In 2015, where he played 67 games, which is the highest games played in two years either direction, it went from 2.6 to 1.25 dunks per game. In his All-NBA season, 0.49 dunks per game. So his explosiveness is is falling off a cliff. And and this is also, we're talking about a guy who his career high is 0.7 blocks per game. <laughs> so when he's been explosive, he's never been that effective of a defensive player, and he's considerably less explosive. Like that all says that, you know, Brooklyn needs defensive help, and Blake is not necessarily answering that problem. Right. So this is where this is where I was confused. Because the, the news broke that they're planning on using him as the small ball center right and for me that just it doesn't correlate he's not a good defender he's not a great rebounder he doesn't Those are both things you like for your center to do right and he doesn't it's not like he really spaces the floor all that much uh you know from uh, on the perimeter so he he is a great playmaker though he is while his athleticism has declined his playmaking has you know inversely shot up which is why I love the fit for the Lakers, right? But I, I just I don't see it for the Nets. I don't. It, it you know, confuses me. Like you said, like his since the All NBA season where he shot well, he is not the last two seasons. He has not shot the three well. Yeah, I, I figure that number has to go up though because he's never going to get more open shots oh, than he will right. this year, and that's why that concerns me. And I want to unbiased segue into the Nets picked up their fourth All Star, fourth All NBA player, which. That's the type of team you need to beat a LeBron James-led team. It, it, history tells you that, yes. Is you have to load up on all-NBA talent, all-stars, future Hall of Famers. And and the fact is, I don't feel like the Nets are done, which no. is super obnoxious. And <laughs> it just feels like, like, I hate to say this, but it feels like a team that like in six months 
will be saying, of course the Nets won the championship. I mean, look at their roster. How right. could they not win? Do you know what I mean? I, I know exactly what you mean. I'm, I'm there with you. Like, but like I, the, I, they're so good, or they could be so good on paper that I'm losing, like, I'm not going to be impressed if they win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do. And you look at that, I mean, those four guys, you have, you have DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan, you have all these names, but like, are Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan? I don't <laughs> think so. I hope not. God, I hope not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, but I want to just jump to I want to jump to the Lakers. Are you okay with that, real quick? Well, I wanted to one more thing on Blake because I, yeah. I hope we don't talk about him much. But that that just uh, this has always bugged me, and now's a good time to talk about it. That Blake is an all time guy, like no reaction on his face when he does something mm-hmm. cool. Like, like when he does something like like he has a big dunk or like, well, I, that's the only thing that he does that's cool or impressive. But like. You know, when he has does a big dunk, he's just super stone faced. Like I remember he was at a Team USA camp whenever he was on oh, Team yeah. USA. And it was like there were like a bunch of AAU like high schoolers there. And he, like, like D'Angelo Russell and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true. And he threw it he threw it off like the wall behind the basket and like flew into this windmill dunk and everyone went crazy and he's just like so bored with his yeah. face. Like I don't understand that mentality. No. I'm just not ready. Like like Derek Rose, remember when he banked in the game winner? Stone faced as just, he's getting picked yeah, up. Yeah, he's just getting yeah. hugged. Even like 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 Dame does it too sometimes. L- like like you have to in that moment, those guys have to try so hard not to react. Like you know, hitting a playoff game winner is like a once, you know, mm-hmm. twice in a lifetime thing. And just like you're trying, you're flexing every muscle in your body to try to not <laughs> react. Like you're trying to look cool. Like right. like why don't you just enjoy the moment? I don't, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Blake always did it. It always bugged me. Yeah. And I just wanted, to, I wanted it to be said. So, you know how he has one of those th- those crazy dunks from earlier in his career. One right. of them was on Kendrick Perkins. You yeah, that? he like threw it and, over him. Yeah, yeah, and he and he just tweeted the other day. Kendrick Perkins did. He said the Blake Griffin that dunked on me is not walking through those doors in Brooklyn. Mm. And I I hope he's correct. I'm just going <laughs> to that. Um, but as far as the Lakers go, I yeah. I had it I had it so constructed in my mind, like I was so set on it. I had talked myself into Blake Griffin fitting on the Lakers. Okay, but I think what I'm upset about. It's like I wanted the Clippers revenge series so bad. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted just to rub it in the Clippers' face, Steve yeah. Ballmer's face, so much. If they got past into the finals, past the Clippers, oh, it would have been amazing. It would have been an amazing story. That's true. Now, because I really don't want it to be Clippers Nets finals. Even no, if it does mean we get to see Blake <laughs> win over the Clippers. Because I, I, I will say, like a few weeks ago, we talked about the Draymond Green. You know, speech about how teams and players have different rights, and how James Harden was a terrible example because he treated the Rockets terribly. Blake Griffin is a great example of a guy that treated the Clippers very well and was absolutely shafted by him. That he signed a—I I heard this—that that he signed. So he signed a max five-year deal as an unrestricted free agent, and part of the like recruitment ceremony, you know, to have him come back was they like put a Blake Griffin jersey in the mm-hmm. rafters and was yeah. like, this could be your, you know. And then less than a year later, they traded him. Like that season, they traded him. Like, well, the first, I want to say the first time the Clippers and Pistons met up after the trade, Blake's warming up on the I court. I remember this, And yeah. Ballmer walks over to like shake his hand and Blake just sprints to just, the yeah, locker room. Right past him. <laughs> like there's no way you couldn't see him just. Yeah. That was hilarious. So so that's what like, like I was kind of feel for Blake that he, just, he got stuck in Detroit and he mm-hmm. seemed to play hard for them, you know, dragged into the playoffs. Right. So, like you said, it would have been nice to have him on the Lakers. Yes. That being said, I hope he has no success. Yeah. I, I, I hope nothing good happens to Blake Griffin on the basketball court. Yes, now. exactly. Uh, You're dead to me, Blake. <laughs> Moving on. Um, was it last episode or the episode before that we, we predicted the next coach to be fired? 
I want to say it was last episode. Last episode. Well, the day after the because it was last episode because the day after that dropped, Lloyd Pierce was fired from the Hawks. Your prediction? Yes. You nailed it. I did. It, yeah, a day after we did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the news broke. Uh, that felt pretty good. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry for Lord Pierce, but that felt pretty good. That's true. Yeah, and did you see the rumor or, or the the story that came out that it was rumored that the players were like really happy that he was fired? Yes, that's pretty yeah. a wild story. You, but you never want that. Exactly. Uh, I'd heard that. So Nate McMillan's taken over as right. interim. Mm-hmm. He's two and zero so far, by the way. Uh, but I heard that he was brought in this summer. And people kind of figured that he was the backup plan. Like, right. Like, they really kind of wanted to put him in that role. So, like, as far as people on Twitter, you know, the, the real news sources, mm-hmm. they said that this was kind of the plan all along. Um, so, maybe maybe Trey enjoys playing for Nathan Miller more. Well, I hope it works out. And I'm sure I mean, Lloyd Pierce is rich as hell, I'm sure. So, <laughs> I'm um, sure he's okay. He'll bounce back. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, other housekeeping from last week. The draft recap. So we we predicted not the all-star draft, but who would be picked first, and more importantly, who would be picked last. So we're going to revisit that. We had the exact same pick most of the way through. We both said LeBron would take Steph first. Mm -hmm. Kitty would take Kyrie first. And so Giannis was picked first, which in hindsight is very obvious. Because as the first pick, when you're LeBron with the first pick, you know – Kevin Durant is obligated legally to pick Kyrie. So you have a free pick. That's and true. And Giannis is like a great pickup game guy. Like his game is... Yeah, he went hard as hell. <laughs> exactly. So you get a free first pick. So Giannis makes sense in hindsight. Yeah. So we both we were both right on Kyrie. And then we were both right on who the last of the starters would be, which is obvious, Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. And then into the reserves, we were we nailed the first one. We said Harden and Lillard, which is true. And then the, the rest of the reserves happened. Let and me that just say, crazy. We, we butchered the end of the All Star Game draft, but but nowhere near as bad as butcher as Durant butchered the entire draft. That's what I'm saying. We our draft was better. Yes, because we picked it accurately. <laughs> I, like the first sign for me, things were going off the rails. Was Devin Booker was the number th- the third yes. reserve taken, not third round. He was the third reserve taken. That that I can mean, I can, can yeah. I break this down for you? So so KD drafted Devin Booker, followed by Zion. Followed by Zach Levine and followed by Julius Randle. In those same picks, LeBron took Ben Simmons, Chris Paul, Jalen Brown, and Paul George. Yeah, that's the thing. KD could not have been playing to win with those picks. Exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Also, well, you mentioned it, a little spicy. Jalen Brown taken above Paul George. That was yeah. interesting to me. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I, I, I liked what LeBron said that I will, this is the one time I'll cheer for this guy. He's my enemy. Uh, <laughs> oh, about Paul about George. Paul George. Yeah, yeah. Paul, that yeah. Is good. yeah. So, so I guess it's it's time to put the old tinfo hats on. Why, conspiracy theory, why were the two Jazz All-Stars, Donovan and Mr. Rudy Gobert, why were they picked last besides the fact that it's hilarious? It was it was so funny. I don't know why. I couldn't figure it out. The the Gobert, I said on the last podcast I could see Gobert going last. You did. I talked you out of it. Because he's not exciting. Whatsoever. Exactly, yeah. And we saw that in the All-Star game. Uh but the Donovan Mitchell thing made no sense to me. Well, well, I mean, even like you said, Rudy Gobert could be last because he's not exciting. But that's not why. Like Le- LeBron says, "I need some size," <laughs> and then he unironically oh picks Sabonis with Rudy Gobert on the board. I had to rewind it when I was watching. I was like, "Did this? Did he say that before he drafted?" Crazy to me. I remember. Um, there was an old like YouTube video of like the old TNT crew doing like an all NBA draft you ever seen that it was like 2010 mm. they like drafted all time try to make your best starting five 
And Charles Barkley got to pick first because he had the most all-star appearances. It was like an all-star special thing. Mm-hmm. And he butchered the hell out of his whole thing. But I remember at one point he said, like, he's like, they all got their lists and stuff. And he's like, you know, in this business, you can never have enough size. I need a point guard. <laughs> and then he picked like John, you know, just just totally off the rails. Like, what are you thinking? And that's what this moment reminded me of. That LeBron's oh, so like, funny. I need some size. All right, get Rudy. Yeah, and then Sabonis. LeBron, go- yeah, LeBron goes on to say, "There's no slander to the Jazz," and then just shits on their entire exactly. organization's <laughs> entire existence. Yeah, is nothing against Jazz, but I grew up playing NBA games. Yeah. in the peak of the Jazz's powers. And nobody wanted to play with the Jazz. Right, like NBA Jam, nobody picked Malone and Stockton, yeah. apparently. I yeah. don't know. I don't Which, for news to me, I remember like when I was you know little playing those games, you'd pick two people you'd heard of. And I heard yeah. of Malone and Stockton. So you exactly. Picked... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Very but I mean, as bad as Kevin Durant drafted, like you think he would have got one of those two guys early. That's true. You know? And credit to the way the game played out because LeBron did a much better job drafting and the game was not really close. No, Which, it's not. I didn't realize it's been four years of All Star Game drafts, yeah. and LeBron is four for four. The, Team the LeBron, just the greatest GM. The GM, exactly. Uh, I think we should we should mention that uh, Devin Booker was named as an injury replacement for Anthony Davis, but then he got injured, so Mike yes. Conley was injured or was named an injury replacement for Devin Booker. Yeah. So technically, the the last three picks were the Jazz players. If one, if we want to get technical. That's a that's a little <laughs> bit of a reach, but okay. I did. I guess we can talk about it now. That that Mike Conley being named an All Star felt fake. It did. The, and the reason why, well, not, like not that he wasn't deserving of it, but I heard I got the notification that he was an All Star before I heard why there was a need for another All Star. Right. Like I didn't hear that Devin Booker sprained his knee until after I heard that that Mike Conley was replacing him. And so that like I, I don't know. It feels like the league was just waiting to get him in the game. I mean, and, and even there was even like two West like Demar Derozan and Shea Gilgeous Alexander like might have had better stats also right. So, but I feel like it has been so so many people have talked up that um, Mike Conley needs an All Star appearance. Yeah, it was kind of just handed to him. Yeah, you know? exactly. This is a great time to do it. It was it was his 14th season in the league, which is the most seasons played by a first time All Star in NBA history. That's just that is crazy. Add to the legacy. I mean, had he not been in the West, would he have been named an all-star at some point in his career, probably? Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I'm happy for Mike Conley. I'm glad he got he got one, finally. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a great guy. But now, we, we did get this taken away from us, our fun facts that tell our kids, Mike Conley was never an all-star. Mike Conley never got a technical in a game. So now we just have the tech- That's technical, true. No technicals now. That's true. Someone might take it from us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just mentioned him. Shea Gildas Alexander. We were we were deciding if it's Shay or Shy, you know. Yes, I Last was week. I was very confused. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So so it is Shay phonetically Shay. Okay. Okay. However, his his real name is actually Shivante. So uh, we're both wrong. So okay. I just want to clear that up. We so do know we, his name now. How do we? So going forward, do we just SGA uh, Shay Shay? Okay. Yeah, Shay or SGA. You know, it's up for, either way. Okay. Um. Yeah, the guy that plays for the Thunder. That's what we'll say. Right. That's not Pupu Chef. Or Ludort. Another oh, Ludort. Um All right. Uh, moving on. Last thing. I just wanted to mention. Have you seen it? The uh, the TNT crew has like their Inside the NBA documentary. I don't care. No. Did you see it? No. It, it's just like a behind the scenes look at the TNT on NBA crew. The four guys. Like how they got there. Like each one got their own episode. I didn't watch a second oh. of it. I, I wasn't that interested. I didn't, know, didn't even know that aired. Good for you. <laughs> More power to you. 
All right, so we're gonna move on. We're gonna we're gonna recap some games that were before the All Star break. So it was a little bit ago, but uh, most recent NBA action where the guys are actually trying. Fun joke for like that my dad. Would <laughs> some make. of them, yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> so first thing is I want to talk about the Lakers bouncing back because I mean they kind of limped their way into the All Star break with Anthony Davis being out. LeBron missed mm-hmm. his first game of the season. They they rested him against the Kings, but before the Kings game, the Lakers demolished the Warriors, and I think it was the Tuesday. After the game, did you see this? Uh, Steph said, here's the quote, uh, teams still want to beat us and beat us bad. They still have a lot of memories from the last five to six years. And I have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, Let's hear them. Well, I I mean, it's a a terrible take regardless, Mm -hmm. right? And especially after you lose. Like, it's just a a really bad look. I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I, I think somebody had to, like, talk shit to him during the game, say something like, yeah, not so tough now, not so good now, are you? Something like that. Right. Because the alternative is Steph just gets blown out and thinks, oh, it's because I used to be good. That's why everyone's mad and everyone wants to beat us. Like, 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 like what do you want? You want them to not try? Like, somebody had to have said, like, right. you're bad now. Do you know what I mean? I, I never heard come it. from... Nowhere. I'm going to give him the benefit and assume that was the case. I do also... Another thing from this article was Steph Curry and Draymond Green reminded the team at halftime that the Warriors still have a target on our back. Uh, Of course, Draymond is involved in this when it's about the Warriors being arrogant, right? Well, I want to say something nice about Draymond because I've been very negative. That in the last six weeks, he has been third in the league in assists per game in almost a 4-to-1 assist to turnover ratio, which is very impressive. Robbie, that, I mean, that was really nice. Was big that, me. I, that was yeah. I, I think will a big say man that. I've watched a couple games and it blows my mind how teams are still respecting Draymond as a scorer. Yeah. Like if I'm playing the Warriors, my game plan is we'll give Draymond 30 shots a game and we'll win the game. Like, yes. like Draymond catches it in like the mid post and, and not like people are scrambling or, or there's a mismatch. He just catches it. The defense is set and he just like like never even looks at the basket. Just makes no. a bounce pass for late. It's like, why are we not staying home when Draymond catches the ball? What's he going to do with the ball? Right. But defenses haven't caught on to him and he's making a lot of passes. So good for him. But anyways, back to the Warriors. I think this comment... Did you hear that? I just dropped something. It did. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Money sounded like something metal. Uh, exactly. Uh, it, but the Warriors' mindset is is that this reminds me of. Do you remember the first game after Kevin Durant's Warriors won their first championship? Do you remember mm-hmm. that? The regular season. So it would have been 2017 was that year. So the next season, 2018 season. Do you remember the first Warriors game? No. I think they played like the, some random team, like the Grizzlies. Kevin, at the end of the game. Kevin Durant gets ejected, gets second technical, and as he's walking off the court, he like holds up his hand oh, and points y- to his ring finger, like flashes that he has a ring now. Yes, I do, do remember that. that. And it's just yes. like like that just gives us such a glimpse into his mentality that he just feels totally justified for all of his actions because he won a ring, right? The rings culture right there. Exactly. And I feel like that is very similar of a mentality to what the Warriors have now, is that yeah. like this comment is such a backhanded, like we used to be really good. Do you remember that? <laughs> we used to be really good. Like, 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 what do you want? First of all, you're playing the defending champions, and they they blow you out. They murdered like, you why on, is, on national why television. Is, why is that a reflection on who you were three <laughs> years ago when you had two more All NBA players on your team? Right. I, I, I did not understand where that came from. Yeah, and, and I love 
uh, NBA Twitter, specifically like hardcore fan Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm biased towards my teams, but I try to at least have somewhat of an objective view, like when LeBron flops too much or when, you know, the Lakers are bad. About, you know, I yeah. try to be critical of it, at least in my own reflecting, maybe not on this Same. podcast. But <laughs> like like reading like people defending their fans is so hilarious. Like like Warriors fans on, on Twitter were saying like yeah, Curry living rent free in everyone's heads. Yeah, like 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 how is like it just blows my mind. Like so, so Steph Curry gets blown out in a game, creates a narrative based on the past, and other teams they're the ones that are obsessed, right? Yeah, not not yeah. me. This, that's oh God, it's crazy to me. NBA Twitter is just like a cesspool of who can see the who can say the dumbest shit. It really like, is. It likes. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't like that. The Warriors are. I think they're. In the play-in, I think they're like the nine or ten seed, so they're they're having a rough go of it. It's it's we we've said this argument off pod, and we'll probably revisit it. But but Steph Curry without all NBA players around him looks a lot like Damian Lillard, mm-hmm. and is having oh yeah less success than Damian Lillard, which is which year. is which is still a great thing to be. Yes, that's true. But but when you think of Steph Curry, who's already like in the pantheon of all-time yeah. great guards, this season's a little more telling, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on. Uh, speaking of Coming back down to earth, uh, the Utah Jazz. Yeah, they so they we we talked about them being great. They won twenty of twenty one over a stretch. Since then, they've lost four of seven, mm-hmm. which they're still in first place. They're still the best record in the league, but they have not performed as well by any stretch as they did during their streak. Those you know they they were on. A, I think they were on a six game road trip during that, but. But you know, in the win streak, they were blowing teams out like they were winning by like double digits just about every night, and mm-hmm. that is not the case now. So I got a question for you, Seth, about these Utah yeah. Jazz. Yeah. On the spectrum, are they 2015 Hawks or 2014 Spurs in terms of playing "quote unquote" beautiful basketball? I don't have to quote it. They do play beautiful basketball. <laughs> where do you, where do they in terms of how much success they'll have in the playoffs? Where does this uh, Jazz team fall? So in? so as far as success in the playoffs, they're going to be the they're going to be the Hawks. The 2015 Ooh, okay. Hawks. Okay. So, the, I mean, that, that Hawks team still made conference finals. That's true. It got rolled by LeBron's Cavs team. Yes. But, but I can see this team. They're not. Let's just say they're not the 2014 Spurs because that's a an elite all time team. You know. Right. right. Um. They'll. They will not pull a Spurs. I can tell you that. Will you? Will you? Will you subscribe at least a little bit to my theory that they just don't have enough star power to carry carry them in the playoffs? Yeah, I, I'm starting to agree with you a little more. Uh, they are. They have more star power, power than that Hawks team, but they also have more depth than that Hawks team. So I, I think they're in between. Okay. But they're closer to the Hawks than they are the. They're first not going to win the title. That's what you're saying. They definitely are not going to win the okay. title. Okay. Good. All right. But it's it's clear to see they're starting to get every team's best now. Every night, uh, the team they're playing is looking to give you know to beat this team. This team's on a crazy run. Let's go show them they're not as great as they think they are. They're not the little darlings of the NBA anymore. Yeah, that's true. I I do want to mention one of their losses. Uh, I think they went back to back overtime losses. One of them was to the Pelicans. Yeah, and and in that game, I actually watched that game. It was a great game. Uh, Lonzo was great, and I think it was one of our first episodes. We mentioned Lonzo in a trade rumor because he was terrible, and it was true. He was being rumored to be traded because he was so bad. <laughs> like at the time, he was shooting twenty nine percent from three. I went and looked at my notes. He was not scoring, shooting terribly. Over the last month, he's 16-5-5 five and five while shooting 44% from three, also being their best perimeter defender. So he guards the other team's best guard every night. 
Like, he might be playing his way into a big extension or, you know, the Pelicans finally paying him. Yeah. And and speaking of... What's a good segue? Speaking of not being able to shoot like the old Lonzo, the Clippers. Mm. <laughs> uh, the Clippers still cannot win close games. They lost three straight games going into the break. They've also lost six of nine going back to last nine, which, first of all, that's sick. That is sick. But like I said, they can't close out games. Last Sunday, the first of the three-game losing streak, the Clippers held a 196 lead with four minutes left to play. They did not score for the rest of the game, mm-hmm. 0 of 9 shooting down the stretch, which I do want to mention in that game, Bucks had a great offensive sequence to move the ball to close the game, which was ended by a gigantic Giannis dunk. You remember this? Yes. What a freaking travel that dunk was. <laughs> he, he, this was not a gather step. This was four and a half steps, but it was awesome. So nobody called it travel. But holy cow, what a travel. Not th- that wasn't the point. I want to talk about the Clippers struggling. O of nine shooting did not score after the four minute mark in that game. Then yes. they had back to back games, lost close to the Celtics, lost close to the Wizards. What was weird about those games, the Celtics game, Kawhi warmed up. Last second, he scratched from the game with mm-hmm. back spasms. Didn't play. And then the Wizards game, same thing. Paul George warmed up. Very last second, scratched with dizziness, which I have <laughs> never heard of a player not playing because of dizziness. Especially last minute, you know. Exactly. Weird. In that game, the Clippers led 106 to 102 with four and a half minutes left. The Wizards went on an 11-0 run, and then they ended up closing the game. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, last year, the Clippers were terrible down the stretch in the playoffs. They lost three straight games to the Nuggets while holding second half. I think it was double-digit second-half yeah. leads in all those games, right? Yep. And, like, so some things, regular season stories, are very wait-and-see. Like, we look at the Bucks or the Nets. Like, like they have kind of different roles. The Nets have very different rosters. But the Bucks have a different roster. Like, we'll see how they do in the playoffs. Same thing with the Lakers being bad. It's like, well, you know, we'll see how they do in the playoffs because we yeah. have a reason to think that. This is not a wait-and-see. Like, the Clippers being bad... In clutch time, like this like is they a, have proven this to yes, us. Yes, this is this is very much a red flag. And I'll just say, in the in that loss of the Bucks, Paul George in the last four minutes was zero for five, and then in the fourth quarter of that Celtics game was one of seven. And that's, I mean, he is getting just roasted on social media anytime yeah. he underperforms. It's tough. I mean, uh, yeah, I sort of feel for the guy, but <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to too much. Well, actually, it's interesting. In my notes, I put like we knew Paul George would be bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll tell you, Kawhi has struggled in the clutch, and I want to before I talk about that, some stats. The Clippers right now have the fourth worst point differential in the clutch this year, which again in the clutch is the last five minutes of the game when the score is five points or less. Mm-hmm. So in the clutch, the Clippers are the fourth worst point differential. Do you know who they're ahead of? Who the Timberwolves, mm. the Pistons, and the Pacers. The Pacers being the only decent team, but they're yeah. very beat up. They're also 29th. The Clippers are 29th in points per game in the clutch. Ouch. And like I said, we knew Paul George would struggle, but Kawhi has been bad this year. This year in the clutch, he is shooting 29% from the field, which is the fourth worst among any player that's taken 20 shots. And you ready for this? 12% from three in the clutch. Oh. He is in his in his two seasons as a Clipper, regular season, he is two of 20 in the clutch on three-point attempts. And, <laughs> and I, wanted, I wanted to bring up an article that I read about how Kawhi to the Clippers has been a failure. Or no, failure is not strong enough. It was, it's been a bust. Kawhi has been a bust in the Clippers. But 
It was written by Rob Parker, who I hate, mm. and is Mm-mm. a terrible Mm-mm. journalist. So I'm going to scrap not, it. I will not <laughs> I, I <laughs> acknowledge took, that. I took a couple stats from it because those are the only <laughs> things that can't be disputed. But anything he actually said, hate it. So don't go read the article. But <laughs> like Kawhi, like like Paul George has not had a history of playoff success, but Kawhi has, and that was the reason why you have no problem giving up five first round picks to get Paul George because it exactly. means Kawhi is coming, and yep. Kawhi is going to bring playoff success. But he has not been good. In the clutch on the Clippers. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, last game I want to touch on here is due to the pandemic and not limiting fans in attendance, we were robbed of an all-time player returning to their old team, fans booing as loud as they can. James Harden came back to Houston this past week, and, I mean, the Nets destroyed the the Rockets. <laughs> but this would have been one of the – I think would have been the all-time fans booing for yeah. know, 48 straight minutes. Yeah. And we were just robbed of that. Yeah, it's true. The like you said, the game was not close. The Rockets are in absolute free fall. <laughs> Fourteen straight losses. You know, you have to go back almost a month, February seventeenth, to the last time they lost by single digits. That they is have been so getting bad. they have been getting blown out of every game. And it is I, I tell you, like I was gonna make a list of like which teams needed the all star break the most. I didn't, but Rockets would have been number one because number one. good lord did they need a break. The glimmer of hope is Christian Wood is sounds like he's coming back this week. Yes, so he is. They've lost. Only, four, yeah, I mean he's their four, only positive this year. So he missed the last fourteen games, <laughs> and they've lost all of them. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna move on. Uh, like we mentioned in the intro, we have a very special, our first ever intentional human guest is coming yes. on later. So we'll talk about the All Star game with him. So we're gonna skip the splasher pass right now, mm-hmm. and you're gonna enter a splasher pass. Okay, we're Splasher <laughs> Passing this week. In honor of the dunk contest and All-Star Weekend for Splasher Pass this weekend, where topics are how impressive of a slam dunk performance you put on as someone who lost the event. So on one end, Splashing, we got Aaron Gordon put on historic performance just to awesome. lose. Yes. Yes. And we're passing Chris Birdman Anderson, who took like 30 <laughs> tries to do the easiest dunk I've ever seen. Yeah, if you it's, – it's honestly kind of hard to watch, but if you can stomach like train wrecks – just go watch Chris Anderson dunk Birdman two thousand five dunk contest. Oh boy, yeah. So good is Aaron Gordon, bad <laughs> yep. is Birdman. So we have a myriad of trade rumors as we get closer to the trade deadline. This is going to happen. I think March twenty fifth is the trade deadline. If I'm not mistaken, yes, that's correct. Uh, so we're going to try to just rapid fire through the trade rumors. But speaking of our first splasher pass, we are Aaron Gordon on. I don't Sham. I don't want to say his last name. Shams is his Shams. Name? His name's Shams. Shams. Okay. <laughs> Uh, close, close personal rival of Woj. Yes, Shams is. He works for the Athletic, and he is one of the guys for all things NBA news rumors. Like, does he have a Wo- Woj bomb? Is when was it Wojnarski? Yeah. Whatever his name. Yeah. But so when he when okay, there's two guys that drop NBA news: Woj and Shams. I I never heard either of them talk. I, that's not true. I've never heard Shams talk. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> but Ever. but he. The reason I'm talking about him, he was trending on Twitter, and not because of something he said, but because there were so many trade rumors going around that people were quote tweeting him or tweeting his name that like Shams reported this, and that was so much buzz was happening that his name was trending on Twitter. So shout out Shams, Aaron Gordon Shams. All right, here we go. We're gonna go through. First one, I already mentioned him, Rockets. PJ Tucker has been floated around to all the usual contenders, and sounds like on the Rockets, not anyone named Christian Wood, is available, right? Yes. 
That's what. What was your? You, you had a funny revelation from yeah, the Rockets. So, so here's what happened: the Rockets. They they came out and said we are not going to be flipping our players for assets for draft picks. And then within a couple of days, a report came out that says rival execs expect Rockets to have fire sale on their roster. Yeah, the words fire sale is hilarious. To me. Everybody is open for a yes. trade. So I'm always I'm Aaron Gordon. I'm splashing a fire sale. I I love it. I was so mad. I, I was I was going to go on a tirade about the Rockets not tanking, but <laughs> thank God they've changed their tune. Good. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so next up is I, I know you are. I'm Aaron Gordon on the Celtics being the Celtics because it came out today that Danny Ainge said that they were closer in, or they were more advanced in the James Harden talks than it was revealed. So they were closer to getting James Harden than people think because what is more Celtics than after a big player is traded for Danny Ainge to come out and say, yeah, we were really close to trading for him. I had a great offer up for him. Exactly. But. And so that is just one of the things Celtics did. The Celtics were also in the news because they were both uh, rumored to trade for Jeremy Grant and Nikola Vucevic. Yes. Which is very Celtics Twitter because they were talking like, oh, we'll give up semi Ojale and a first-round pick. <laughs> and Grant for, Williams for Grant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For, and, it, and it was like the Pistons are they're starting the conversation with Jalen Brown if you want to trade for Jeremy Grant. <laughs> it's like, oh, we'll give up two bench players in a first. Who says they're no? Like, and we're definitely not giving up Taco Fall. That's what Celtics Twitter <laughs> would say. Yeah, exactly. don't, don't you dare mention Taco exactly. Fall. Exactly. Love Celtics Twitter. But uh, so Vooch Vision trade rumors. You and I are both big Vooch guys. Free Vooch. Yes. Free the Vooch. I, I, I feel like it's going to get traded. He hasn't asked for a trade, but the Magic are bad. He's got value. I am Aaron Gordon. I think I've mentioned this. Aaron Gordon on Vucevic getting out of Orlando. Yes, but God, don't please don't send him to the Celtics. It's I. They better ha, they better give up a lot. The Celtics. Yeah, like the Magic better have a high price. Send him to Boston. I've also heard the Hornets and the Mavericks are, are mm-hmm. rumored destinations for him. I'd love to see him on the Hornets. I think that'd be fun. I don't think they would. They might win a game in the playoffs, <laughs> but but I think they'd be a fun team to watch. I do too. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Jeremy Grant was Jeremy Grant. I see Jeremy. Jeremy, I'm going to do so much editing, cleaning up my terrible pronunciation. Uh, Jeremy Grant was rumored to go to, I think it was just Boston, right? That Boston was mm-hmm. interested in him. Obviously, it didn't happen. He's playing great on uh, a great contract. He's so on such a team friendly deal. That's the thing. There's, he's would, not going anywhere. He would have to give up a lot. And obviously, the Celtics are not going to do that. I did hear Harrison Barnes' name pop up again as a rumor for Why? the Celtics. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm I reporting it. I know. Well, just um, <laughs> yeah. What well, are right. moving on from the Celtics? Uh, Andre Drummond. He it looks like he. I don't know. Is he preferred to Lakers or the Lakers preferred to have him? It, it sounds like it's the Lakers prefer to have him. Oh, well, but he. But great. of course, he is Lakers <laughs> or Nets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I will say, I've watched Damian Jones. who yeah. just picked up on a ten day contract for the Lakers. He just picked up another ten day contract. Yes, he, he did. is. No disrespect, I see why he was a free agent. Yes, he's. He, I mean, he's a big, athletic guy, but he he does not have like a good game sense. I will he's say very, he is he is active. That's that is a no, no. <laughs> he's he's he, like I said, he's big, he's athletic, he tries hard, but everything is reactive to him. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like he he doesn't see plays ahead. He doesn't. He doesn't have the timing for blocks. Exactly. Like, that was what they would love to have. Exactly. But like I said, he's long and athletic. He can jump high. Lakers have a lot of guys that are good at throwing lobs. So I don't like like that's more of a player you need. I, Andre Drummond is such a high usage guy that if he can slide into the catch lobs and play defense role, I'm fine with it. But mm-hmm. but I don't know if if I don't know. 
He's kind of infuriating when he catches in the post. Like, that's, it's going up. You know, that's what you don't want. That's why I don't want him. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll but see. God, I don't want him on the net. He's, <laughs> oh, God. He's, maybe we do want him on the net. Imagine if he takes 20 shots a game. Yeah, that means he'll, those other three aren't. He's, it looks like he's going to get bought out. So he's going to a contender, I'm sure. The same reason he hasn't got traded is because of that giant contract. Yes. I think it's $25 million. It, yeah, it's speaking stupid. of Speaking of, 20, of giant contracts, Kyle Lowry has supposedly been telling people he's going to be traded, but he's on a giant contract, $30 million, which I know like the Clippers are interested in him, but they can't. There's no way they can make the trade mm-hmm. happen. Because so, of yeah, it sounds, it sounds like it's people reporting that it's, he's not getting moved at all this yeah, deadline. Exactly. Um, what else do we have trainers? Oh, uh, Marvin Bagley. Everyone's favorites, not Luca. Marvin Bagley has supposedly been made available by the Kings, which I, is is probably for the best. Like, like they've admitted a, they messed up. Big get time. away from the franchise that drafted you instead of Luka Doncic. Yep, 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 yep. I like it. I like this too. trade, Aaron Gordon. I do. Aaron uh, Gordon on set him anywhere else. That's right. What else do we have trade rumors? Uh, oh, uh, Kevin Love might be traded. Yeah, I heard the Mavericks and Kings are interested. Which those are the two I heard too. Why are the Kings buyers? <laughs> I don't know. A clean Marvin Bagley for uh, Kevin Love swap. <laughs> ooh, who says no? Yeah, Kevin Love has played like two games this year. I think he's yeah. on like a giant. He's on like a Kyle Lowry sized contract. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I don't think he's going anywhere. Well, either. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I have uh, this is on Twitter. It's hilarious. Uh, Larry Nance has been thrown in every trade oh, rumor right. possible. Yeah. He's been rumored to every team possible. And he tweeted, "Happy or hope everyone's having a happy Friday, except those people that keep putting me in their mock trades." And then Channing Fry responded to that on Twitter, said, I wouldn't trade you for two broken shoelaces and a booger. Uh, Channing Fry is known to be hilarious around the NBA. And Larry Nance responded to that, I literally got traded for you in a first-round pick, LOL. <laughs> that was hilarious. Great interaction. That's good NBA Twitter. That's the NBA exactly. Twitter we love. Uh, yeah, yes. okay, so I think we're going to move on from trade rumors to actual splasher pass. Yeah. And first one, I am splashing, I'm Aaron Gordon on Shaquille O'Neal giving us content because yes. another week has gone by and he has said or done another thing that makes him look dumb and I'm here for it. The thing that I saw that was hilarious was was on Tuesdays TNT has like their you know inside the NBA B team doing coverage yeah. <laughs> and Candace Parker is on that team and poor Shaquille O'Neal because Candace Parker is actually trying to do real NBA analysis and Shaq did not sign up for that. I don't know, did you see this clip? I did, yeah. Great. So, so Candace Parker is is trying to talk about actual basketball, and she's talking about basically how to defend pick and roll defenses. And Shaq basically keeps interrupting and challenging her, and, and he's just saying like, "Well, why not?" Like, like, like Candace Parker's talking about the difficulties of playing defense. So, like, "Oh, you, you can switch. They can shoot. You have to rotate." And Shaq's like, "Why don't you just guard him? Why don't you just play hard?" Like, like Shaq's like, "You ever been said? You ever been to like a party, like watching a game, and there's somebody that doesn't know anything about the sport?" But it's just yes. yelling, like, why don't they play defense? Why don't they stop him? Why don't they tackle him? Like, that's what Shaq was doing. Is he just like a mom at, like, their son's game yelling out, come on, stop him? Yeah. Because he is doesn't he... know what's happening. And like, then and then his his end argument always is, well, we want a ring, right? Like, that's what he said yeah. to, to D-Wade. Yeah. What did – I love uh, – uh, Jalen Rose, one time talking to Shaq, is like, you don't know anything about basketball. You just hit the genetic lottery. And that's absolutely <laughs> true. Like, Shaq does not know the ins and outs of the game of basketball. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah, and then what I saw about Shaq this week was he, he apparently said that when Kareem gave him constructive criticism, he took it and brought his game to another level. 
and then saying that these guys today are pudding pops and they, you know, they get offended by pudding. You said pudding pops, pudding pops. That's the (laughs) word that they used. Great. Okay. And, uh, and to that people are saying that all Kobe did was want him to come in, into camp in in shape, you know, not be overweight. Right. And so instead of doing that, he went and made a diss track about Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Oh God, Shaq. He doesn't have a great history of toughening up except for the fact that he's giant like, yeah like that's all that's that's what he's got to hang his head that is on Shaq's him. game he is a massive he man. is sticking to it that's right all right moving on we got uh some news about old depot back to the rockets right um he, apparently he turned down a two-year 45 million dollar deal an extension to stay with houston mm-hmm. he didn't take it he turned it down so apparently he's just betting on himself i mean i think he's gonna get paid but i don't know i feel like that's that's some good guaranteed money Especially for him to be saying how he feels like everyone's giving up on him. Yeah. Well, and he he, is, here are the Rockets handing you money just to, he, to turn it down. He has not been great this year. Right. Like, I don't know if I wouldn't pay him 20 plus million dollars a year the way he's played this year. Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, somebody's going to, I feel like somebody's going to do it. That's the thing. There, there's, it's too weak of a free agent class. He's a former All NBA player. He's still like 28, 29. Someone's mm-hmm. going to bite on him. Absolutely. I am, so I am, I am Chris Birdman. On this, okay. <laughs> as in, as in, what you don't like the him turning it down? Yes. Yeah. I, as I, an I Old do, Depot's decision making, I do want to say, him turning this down is a bad look for the Rockets because the Rockets basically traded Karis Levert for Oladipo, and now they have to trade Oladipo because he's a free right. agent. He's not resigning. He's not part of their short term plan. So right. they're going to get pennies on the dollar for him. And you could have had Karis Levert, who's on a Pretty team friendly deal. Who's a real NBA contributor? He's got a lot. Who might of be better than him right now? That's yeah. true. He's also coming back soon, apparently, which is exciting. Yeah. But but it's it's plus how they the Rockets could have had Jared Allen, but they again in that trade they passed on him for the Bucks twenty eighth pick this year. I mean, let's say uh, Jared Allen and uh, Christian Wood would make a pretty good uh, front court. Oh yeah, and throw in Carousel coming off the bench. <laughs> yeah. that, that team's a lot better than this Rockets team. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I agree. I think this is not a great look for any of the parties, Rockets or Oladipo, right? But uh, I guess I, I, he has to be traded, like I said, at this point. So yeah, right. what's next? Oh God, it's me. Okay, <laughs> all right. So I am going to. I am splashing. I am Aaron Gordon on gamers. Ooh, I know. Now gamers get a bad rap in society, right? There's a lot of negative stereotypes. But there's some things that all gamers have in common. I'm I'm a bit of a gamer. Seth, you can see yourself a gamer. I put 2K. Okay. I'm not going to count you then. So I'm going to speak for gamers in this, right? There's <laughs> some things that we gamers have in common. And it's nice to see that no matter how old, no matter what your job is, no matter how famous you are, no matter how much money you make, one thing all gamers have in common is using racial slurs while playing Call of Duty. Of course, Happy. I'm talking about Myers Leonard. While playing Call of Duty, dropped an anti-Semitic slur, a hard K-bomb. K-bomb. As we say. Throwback to the old Modern Warfare 2 lobbies. N-words flying around left and right. So, on stream, drops an anti-Semitic slur. He is dropped by his gaming sponsor that day, suspended (laughs) by his team, the Miami Heat. He might not ever play a game in the NBA again. Yeah, true. I think it's hilarious that... uh, that the reason he said it is because he got, you know, he got sniped. He got killed in this game. Right. Like, how would you feel to be the 13-year-old that ended Myers Leonard's career? <laughs> now, I will say, I am Aaron Gordon on uh, the Utah Jazz, being the Utah Jazz, just knowing who they are at the core. Right. As the as it is, 
hours after this news broke, other news broke that the Utah Jazz were interested in for trading for Myers Leonard. And the history of the Utah Jazz is being known as kind of a racist fan base. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and like clockwork, the news came out right after. on brands unrelated. <laughs> they were interested yeah, un- before <laughs> they heard the news, but the timing is so on brand for the so Utah Jazz. So funny. <laughs> yes. So but, uh, I don't think that trade's happening anymore. I would say not. It's a safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got I got one of my own here. I am uh, I'm Aaron Gordon on this new brand of basketball that is for the old heads in the basketball community. Our right. people like our parents that say the NBA today is soft. There is this. There's a new sport forum. I'm guessing it's in Russia. I don't know where it's at. Some some Eastern European place. Um, it's essentially a video of of guys in singlets on a basketball court tackling each other and kind of throwing shots at the hoop. It's a mix of rugby, basketball, and and wrestling. Um, and that's the kind of basketball that apparently our parents like. That's right. So they should check that out. This is Charles Barkley would say that's film of his high school team. Um, yeah, he had to play in high school. Very and fun. Uh, not great fundamentals, I will say, no. from the players. Skills need a little work. I, we are very we are pro European center podcast oh, without yes. a doubt. Yeah, I, I think the NBA needs to start scouting here because bring physical physicality back to basketball. You know who to call. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my last one. I am Birdman. I'm passing on one Pepe Le Pew, famous Warner Brothers character. I am passing on him for being dropped from Space Jam 2. Was it A New Legacy? I think that's the subtitle. That sounds right. Dropped from Space Jam 2. Obviously, famously appeared in Space Jam 1. And I remember you said, you told me, didn't have a great performance in the final game, right? Yeah, he's a bum. Just two points off the bench. Two points on the box score. Right, okay. Right. So I'm another reason I'm passing is because this kills LeBron's chance at an Oscar because supposedly and this is amazing. People of you famous for kind of being a rapist, right? Like yeah, like yeah. very mm-hmm. promiscuously chasing a cat. And, and I'll say I, d- I never realized that until lately. Yeah, as a kid, it, never realized that. It's yeah, it's it's it's. I don't blame them for for not wanting that character in the you know in yeah. the movie, but. The reason is because supposedly LeBron James filmed the scene teaching Pepe Le Pew about consent. Oh my God. And we were robbed from that dramatic oh masterpiece God. by him being cut from the movie. I can't – God, this better be in deleted scenes because oh I need to see this scene. Oh, I can only imagine what it's like. Please, God, let it be in the deleted Te- scenes. LeBron James teaching a cartoon skunk about consent Yes. No means no, Pepe. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Maybe it's like giving a presentation, like a sexual harassment presentation. Like this is, I I just I can't believe they cut it. Well, I can't believe it was an idea in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, we're but getting yeah. robbed here. We, we are missed as fans. Yeah. We missed a real chance at LeBron's dramatic acting chops, <laughs> and to gain a little information. That's true. Maybe we'll keep somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it, right? That's yeah. all our splash of pass. All right. Yeah. So we're actually, what do you think about this, Seth? We'll be at like 50 minutes. I say I'm at like 46 right now. So what do you think we just released two episodes this week? I think we should, like we released one on episode. Su- yeah. And then like a couple days. Yeah. Okay, so good. Cause, so cause you're hearing on, there, part, there's yeah. like There's like enough content here that like this could, these are all main stories, you know, like you yes. don't have to splash or pass on another one. Oh, I was no, no. I was thinking we're done. Yeah, this is a, no, no, no. Like right now, what we've recorded, this is is an episode. Yeah, and then we yes. do the stuff with our mystery guest. I'm with you. 
as its own episode. Yes. So any of the stuff you heard about us teasing a guest, that's next episode. Unhear that. That's you heard right. nothing. Listen Men in Black Flash. Episode. Also, okay. We're, we're going to have to... Not, tell you what, next episode we'll put a disclaimer. Listen to this episode first, right? Okay. Yes. This okay. is number f- five and a half or six, whatever we call it. This that one's six and a half, seven. Good, good. Okay, good. All right. All right. Uh, so we're going to sign off this episode. Okay. Logan good, Martin. Good recap. Hit it, kid. I guess he's back. You're dirty. STL. Not yet, Logan. Hold on. Uh, I don't know if I have anything. Okay. Uh, well, game start. It's nice. Wednesday, recording tonight, Game Start Night, so we'll probably be late on... Well, you're going to hear another episode next. You're right. Sorry. Tell Logan to hit it again. Okay. Logan, Martin, hit it. I want my ass with your advance to the toilet to flush it. My last dance be a stance of general custard. I hot dog cause I can't, I got cheese and mustard. I got the stats of a Hall of Famer and just two records. That's why I'm back up at the Super Bowl with Julius Peppers. I got that can't stop, won't stop in my veins. That's why they can't stop, won't stop screaming my name. Logan, Logan, go tell your friends and tell your friends I'ma keep the same grin whether I lose or win. Hitting like vultures, man. I'm young, white, and rich, as good as it gets. And giving your point guard fierce. He thinks he's done seeing pressure, man, but he ain't seen. Ain't no way they can know. Ain't no way they can know. Ain't no way they can know. Ain't no way they can know.
Yeah.